Hello, everyone. My name is Martin Lee Nelson, and this is The Good Fruit. I'm here with... Aaron Douglas is here. And uh, today we're going to be talking about family structure. Uh, last two episodes, we talked about men and women and their roles in society. But today we're going to talk about the family structure. This usually happens when the man and the woman come together and start to build what we call a family be fruitful and multiply yeah so this is a big part of the good fruit because this the family is like the tree you ever heard of the family tree tree and the family tree bears fruit and um we are the fruit of the family uh so this episode we're gonna talk about the family structure kind of like a sensitive topic to me but um aaron this was this is one that aaron definitely insists (laughs) that we speak on so let's talk, man. Let's talk. So I don't know much about politics, but I would say a family is it would ha- it has its own politics. It's just like politics. So you have um the president and you have Congress. The president doesn't really have a say so, but they're that figure that has to be in place. And Congress makes all the, the big decisions behind the scenes. So I would compare the presidency or the president himself to a father. And I would compare the mother or the wife to Congress. Uh, with that being said, I believe that the man is there to take on the, the heavy role, take on the, the um, what is it? The criticism, everything really. And the wife is there behind the scenes and she's making sure everything stays uh, intact. So, what do you what do you think? I think uh, I think in the traditional sense, that may be the case. But I think things have changed over a period of time, like the family structure itself has been redesigned. Um, I think the man does take a lot of scrutiny and takes a lot of responsibility. But I feel like those responsibilities are now being shared equally from man and woman. I think it's a pretty good analogy when you say that politics and family structure is very similar because in that sense you can say like yeah the man is the president he kind of represents the family right Mm -hmm. the children would be like the population right exactly um and then congress is like um it's like uh kind of like vetoing or Mm -hmm. letting bills pass or like nah this ain't gonna fly yeah so with that being said or the no the senate the, the senate that's Congress and the Senate. Yeah. Don't quote me. This is not a political podcast. But I think the family structure has been so it's so different now. But traditionally, in the traditional sense, which you mentioned earlier, yeah, um, the man carries a lot of responsibility. He's usually the figurehead of the family. And the woman is more so this is a support role, but also the backbone. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that. The woman has such an important role. She's a nurturer. She is a supporter. She is the emotional strength. She is <laughs> she is God's gift to earth. <laughs> and um, she's also the guidance of the family, too. We don't always pay attention to that, but she's the guidance. Um, no, we're not talking about politics or anything like that. However, in politics, I think... I. Uh, I believe that the president can learn from Congress and the Congress can learn from the president, right? So men and wife, I mean, no, I'm sorry, um, husband and wife can learn from each other, even though it may seem like the 
Congress is behind the scenes, the the backbone, the powerhouse. They can still learn from each other. Right. You know, it has to be order in family or family wouldn't run how it's supposed to run. So with that order, in that order, you have children who would, would be the population of the world. And, and you know, in um, politics, the population has to abide by laws and, and rules that are set up by the president and Congress in order to have order. Right. You know, it was usually the executive branch, the judicial branch, and uh, there's another branch. It's going to kill me if I don't remember. But I think you're mentioning the, um, there's the judicial branch, the executive branch. Oh, man, this is. Anyways, that's why we don't talk about politics. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it sounds like it's the tip of my tongue, but. Uh, there's always checks and balances, right? That's the key mm-hmm. word I'm really trying to mention here is that these checks and balances have to be in accordance like to the, to the democracy of the family, right? Mm-hmm. The, the family has to have that structure, that balance. And you mentioned the wife and the husband. They have to have agreements, even disagreements. Mm-hmm. Some stuff that he says probably getting vetoed gonna get vetoed you you gotta please your wife you have to make sure your wife is happy and forget about that statement happy wife happy life that's false however there has to be order in the household yes there you have to be attentive to her as well yeah exactly exactly some people some family structures are almost run as if uh if it's a dictatorship yeah true is like you have this one tyrant running the entire show. Mm-hmm. No one says anything. It's my way or the highway. Listen to me, woman. <laughs> uh, okay. And you are a child. You don't even chew, say a word. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you, you know what I mean? Don't even sneeze. Because if you, if you sneeze, I'm thinking you're talking back. Yeah. So what is a healthy family structure as opposed to what we are seeing today? Like we seen, we've gone from the Cosby Show to what's going on right now. Yeah, I mean, reality. Yeah, what's what? What are we looking at? What's the family structure like now? Oh, well, right now, family structure is a little backwards. You 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 may have a woman who could be in charge of the whole family, and she makes the decisions, and she might be the breadwinner. But then that's that comes into you know there are other issues with that. Um, because there again has to be balance. So the woman might be over the man, and the man, you stay at home with the kids. I'm gonna go work, you know. Yeah. I think do you think that money and finances has anything to do with who's in charge? Nowadays, yeah. I don't think that's an appropriate way to say who's in charge. <laughs> it, that's that's the way the world has it now. You know, it's just a lot of confusion going on. Um, but in, in most cases, the, the breadwinner, the, the person who brings home the bacon is, might be in charge because they, you know, when people have money, they think that they have power, you know? So if a woman makes more than a man, then she's going to think I wear the pants. I make the decision because I bring home more money. Right. And the man may do the same exact thing, even in a, it may be a traditional family, but the finances are 
you know, brought ahead of the, the actual family, the marriage or, or whatever it may be. Well, finance is usually one of the finances and communication is usually the biggest important factors. One of the main reasons that divorce is at such a oh, high yeah, rate. Yeah, yeah. Um, when we talk about and then we'll get to the family structure even deeper, but on a deeper level, when we talk about finances and how it relates to a family, a man can almost feel insecure mm. when he is not the breadwinner. And this is something that I've experienced, but a woman, if she doesn't affirm her man and the fact that his money isn't the most important quality about him, mm-hmm then he will feel disrespected by his woman, by his kids. He'll always feel slighted Mm. because he is financially insecure. He will feel like his children don't respect him because (laughs) he's not financially adequate. You know know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. And as being a sole provider, I don't think money determines who's the leader of the household. It shouldn't. But nowadays, that's that's what's going on. Yeah. And that's uh, unfortunate because, like, come on, man. There's so much more man can provide to a family. Mm-hmm. There's so much more that he he was ordained. And I use the word ordained. I do that intentionally. What does ordained mean? Ordained is like a special assignment. How about who? By God. Oh, man. You know? <laughs> Hold up. Oh, I got to wipe, wipe the sweat off my forehead. Yeah. So I feel like as a man, you have these certain roles in you. There's a role that God gave you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't abide by these things, your family structure will fail. Mm. Your your life, personally, we talked about in the last episode, as a man, we have responsibilities to society. And when we do not mm. fulfill these, if we don't live up to these responsibilities, we see the state of the world. Yeah. When we lie, cheat, steal, when we covet against our neighbor's wife, when we do all the things that we were not designed to do, Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Look at where we're at today in this world. Yeah. You know, it's not by coincidence. There's a lot of broken families. Yeah. When I think of a family, a, a traditional family, a family, a, a man that is ordained and and helping his wife out, and his wife is doing the same thing. I, I think about communication. A lot of good communication. And when I say family, I'm I'm speaking on a husband and wife and possibly children. So this communication, one thing that I admire about my own family, and I'm not trying to put my family on a pedestal or anything like that. My family is just like any other family. But I like the fact that we, as a family, sat down for dinner and talked. Nowadays, I'm gonna get pizza and you grab a couple slices, you go play your Xbox, your PS5. Yeah. And nobody communicates. When there's communication in the family, you say, "Hey, how was your day?" And you you talk. You know, you don't want to create that that separation, that distance in between siblings or um, mother and son or mother and 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 anybody, mother and daughter, because that creates a lot of issues. And when you don't communicate with your family, and you have issues within your family, then you take that and you go run and tell somebody else. Yeah. And that's that that can be become very dangerous and very messy real fast. Yeah, that's very toxic when family business, right, is being discussed at another table. Mm-hmm. Bring it to the table. Families 
just like any successful business, any successful it venture has to, has to be loyalty. You, you, it has to stay, you have to stay loyal to the brand. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, family doesn't mean things are perfect. And you mentioned that communication, communication is key in any relationship, mm-hmm. but communication is that much more important in a family structure because if husband and wife don't communicate, it's going to show up in the children. Right. Mm-hmm. And if, Father doesn't communicate to son. Mother does not communicate to son or daughter. Father doesn't communicate to. We have this imbalance, and then there's these, there's these feelings that you're gonna have that you're gonna try to go get from somewhere else. Mm. You know what I mean? And if your father didn't spend time with you as a man, as a boy, mm. and you grow up to be a man, you're gonna have a lack. And because of that lack, you're going to go look out for things somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You may seek another man's attention in a very perverse way. And because, or you may be a man that seeks women's attention in a very perverse way, mm-hmm. you know, because of the lack of love that you got or the lack of attention that you got at home. The family structure is a root of, is, the, is your foundation. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like that tree sitting right there. Exactly. We can't see what's going on under the ground and what's un- under the ground stays under the ground. So that, that those family talks stays rooted, rooted. rooted. Yeah, you right. can't bring it and put it somewhere else. Cause you might toxify somebody else's, you know? So how do we speak in terms of the family structure? Um, not everybody comes from a loving family, mm-hmm. right? Not everybody comes from the perfect, Mom, dad, white picket fence, <laughs> house that's been paid off after 15, 30 to 15 years. Like not everybody comes from those perfect families, but can outside people that aren't blood related, can they be part of the family foundation, family structure? Through the bloodline, no. Um, they, they, they can definitely influence and, uh, that may be in a good way or a bad way you know outside sources is just like in your company in your family company right your organization your llc or whatever it may be you can have somebody come from a whole different company come join your company yeah a and may, it just may be with paperwork hey i'm i'm a partner and they may influence that corporation the wrong way right one bad apple spoils the whole bunch unless you get that apple out or you can, or that family structure could be a positive influence to on, on that person. Yeah, that's that's yeah. true. Absolutely, make applesauce out of that bad. <laughs> For real, man. And don't forget the cinnamon. Yeah. So, um, I just I do believe that the family structure is so important to the democracy of what we have in a family tree. And I finally thought of the word. I had to look it up. It's the legislative branch, mm, judicial, legislative, and executive yeah i'm like wow american government class failed me yeah. we should know these things but they weren't really teaching the right things anyway oh man that's just another topic exactly. in discussion but yeah in the democracy of the family um and my family especially my father was the leader you know um and we were we observed a lot and a lot of things we observed we observed father spoke just like you you said we had dinner at the table but when things came above when things came when things came 
my father would call family meetings. And family meetings were sometimes uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. family, family meetings can mean one or two things. Um, all right, you guys have been doing great. Uh, you guys are doing terrible. But family meetings were rarely called for great things. Uh-huh. It's usually like, all right, everybody's slipping. Mm-hmm. So time to get this train back on this track. Um, do you feel like those are effective? Yeah, I think so. They they may do some negative damage, but do it in a positive way out of love. Right. You know, I we've had lots of family meetings, lots. And that's only because there were a lot of issues, you know, and, or if there was, you know, something as a family that we were to do, like maybe um, a moving situation, like, hey, we're going to move to this place and uh, you guys are the children. We don't need your input, but we have to come together. We have to pray on it. You know, whether you like it or not, this is what we're, me and your father came up with. This is, we need your prayer. So that may have been a meeting. That was a meeting. And there were other situations where, you know, I grew up with, with four brothers. So there was a lot of, um, headbutting, like like we were mountain goats, and, and so with that you have a lot of conflict. All of us grew up under the same roof, but there's different personalities, and when you have different personalities or different viewpoints on things, there's always a clash or or conflict. And we didn't fight it out or anything like that to the to the death. However, we we had some exchanges of words. And when our parents are there and they see it, and they're like, "Hey, we didn't teach you, we didn't teach you guys this. This is the law. This is these are the rules that you know that we're instilling in you guys, and this is how we're going to handle it." And the toughest thing for me was to <laughs> to to make things right. Most of us we want to sit in our funk, and we think that what how we feel is right. And it's not always the case because right. there's other, you know, viewpoints. We can't just say me, 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 and not think about the other person. Right. You have to be considerate of your siblings. Mm-hmm. How does it affect mom? How does it affect dad? Yeah. Um, it teaches you, I feel like be, raising up in a good foundation, a good family, it teaches you to be a little bit more selfless, mm-hmm. you know, because you probably had to share clothes with your brother. You probably had to share shoes with your brother at one point, share a room mm-hmm. at one point. You learn that, man, I'm not the only one here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, not speaking against anybody that was raised as a single child, but you're going to have cousins. Mm-hmm. You're going to have, you know what I mean? You got nephews, nieces, all that. I just think, uh, to, to a great example, is families have five, six, seven, eight even 10 different personalities. Everyone is different from the man to the woman, to the brother, to the sister, to the cousin, to the aunties, uncles, all that. There's everybody has different personalities, but everyone comes together under one accord. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes families so powerful, you know? And it's no matter what, we are going to have our differences. I mean, no one can get you more mad in this world than your family members. Yeah, they're the closest ones to you. Man. They know all your business. You will flip. It could be, you know what's so crazy? 
sometimes it's not even anything that crazy. Like it's not even anything that extravagant or something that intense, but somehow because it's your family, your brother, because your brother did it, your sister did it, you're just, because somebody on the street would have did that, you probably wouldn't even let it, you're like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's because your sister did it, your brother did it, or your mom or your dad said it, you get hot. Mm-hmm. Almost as if they have this secret code to you and they're like, yo, you pushing my buttons. <laughs> you pushing my buttons. I know you're doing this intentionally. Yeah. But um, there's nothing stronger than the core of the family. And so much has a lot to do with our personality, with yeah. our character. Because those same things that my father used to talk about in those family meetings, they're with me forever now. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one time my father called the family meeting because he felt like I wasn't doing a good job protecting my sisters. And he called me out in front of everybody. And you know what? It was the most embarrassing thing. My mom couldn't defend me. My sisters looked at me like, mm, yup. And my dad's like, if something, he said, if something was to happen to me, you would be the next in line. You would be the leader. You would be the protector. And this is what, now that gives you a sense of purpose, a sense of validation. Mm-hmm. Your family gives you your first role in this world. It's like, man, okay, I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. People are following my example. Starting here at home. Now, when I walk out the door, I walk out with that same sense of purpose. Whether no matter what it is. You know what I mean? Because one of the, one of the boys is the leader. The other boy may just be the enforcer. The other boy may just be the peacemaker. But all those characteristics that started at home, he carries them out. They follow him into his career. They follow him into his own family when he starts building it. And that's why the family structure is so important, man. Um, what about the ones that are not like that at all? Where there's multiple siblings and nobody talks. What do you do? It, it, it shows up. It shows up. You can tell when every family has its own dysfunction. Like family structure. Don't mean because you come from a single parent home or like, because right now we're, we're t- we haven't really talked about people that come from single parent homes, mm-hmm. but that's a family within itself too right and we talked about balance and checks and balances but sometimes one parent is playing both roles and that's yeah. not easy um but those to those that don't have it there's dysfunction in every family i mean a single mother can probably raise her children better than some two-parent households mm-hmm. because of the dysfunction that mother's probably a lot more confrontational and will nip something in the bud when it comes up. But a two-parent household where both parents are not communicating and they're very passive, the children is getting away with a lot. I mean, I've been to some of my friends' house. I'm like, how could <laughs> did you, you just tell your mom to shut up? Did you just tell your mom? You know, and and you're like, whoa, where's the mail here? The mail's over there watching ESPN. Or reading a newspaper. And he's just not even defending the cause of the family. Like, who is... Who, where's the law? Where's the rules? We have rules in my house. 9 p.m., there's no TVs on. There's no electronics. You're like, wow, that's crazy. But guess what? That was our foundation. That was our structure. Mm-hmm. Now, even to a point, like, I get into my my adulthood, and TV doesn't interest me as much as books and literature or, like, things that kind of, like, like I'm more enticed to things that are going to uh, stimulate my mind. Mm-hmm. But make, that was enforced at a early age um but i think people that don't come from these uh what we call 
the traditional family structure, I don't think they're missing anything. I don't think they lack, but we all share a dysfunction, you know? Um, I, I think the world has more single parents and that's not the way it was designed or the way it was intended to be. Um, I think the family structure is a thing that's like a lot of the things of our traditions are, it's a, it's dying. Men aren't making the commitment to their families. Mm-hmm. Women, responsibility. And women are having to carry out a larger role, a larger responsibility. And because of that, we're seeing the dysfunctions. We're seeing a lot of single parents on both sides, man and female. And we're seeing a lot of children raise up with their own guidance. Mm-hmm. Not something that was rooted from the foundation. You know what I mean? Their own understanding. Their own understanding. And some people may say, well, yeah, we can learn more from kids. And yeah, yeah, for sure. We can learn a lot from them. But at the same time, there's they're new to this environment. Mm -hmm. You don't just let a baby go out there and like, all right, you got (laughs) it. Movie about that. Uh, uh, Figure it out. What is it called? Boss Baby or something Boss like that. Boss Baby, man. That, that movie is real. That movie is amazing, though. I'm not even lie. I love everything about Boss Baby. They even got a series now. But um, those babies pretty much run. <laughs> they they have their own little business. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, you don't do that. You don't leave a baby out to figure out the world on its own. Mm-hmm. There has to be a foundation. And sometimes I realize, like, even in our conversations, at the family table, I'm mean, at the dinner table. Our parents sometimes learn from us. Mm. Oh wow, that's a new perspective. We didn't yeah. think about that. Um, but if, of course, if your family's running a dictatorship, nothing you say matters. Yeah. Hey, right. shut up. Okay, I pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, we gotta we gotta allow these parents to to be parents. But you, they they also have to understand, and the children also have to understand that the parents are not always right. They're not always right. So if there is a, a traditional or non-traditional family, if God is involved, even though the parents are not right, God is gonna touch their heart and and, and God's change. gonna make it right. Yeah, he'll make it right. Yeah, I think it's always important. Like um, the Bible says, "Ask for me in my house; we will serve the Lord." And I think that's a cliche um scripture that we use but if you invite god into your house mm-hmm. your mistakes you know what i mean they'll god will find a way to fix it mm-hmm. you know but it's when we try to run on our own understanding yeah it's like well um my wife said something to me that her friend me and hurt my feelings so my next my next thing was to strike her why mm-hmm. if you were if you were following god's yeah, because now you've traumatized your children, you hurt your wife, and now you're going to carry on this guilt forever. Mm-hmm. But if you invite, I mean, things can happen. Like, let's not get things messed up. We don't, I mean, we don't live in a world full of rainbows and butterflies and hummingbirds. No, nah, things will happen. Because we still have free will at the end of the day. Right. But the love of God prevails over all. Yeah. And that is what we always have to rely on as a family, as an individual, and we have to carry it wherever we go. I remember the most important thing, and I won't say too much more, but the most important thing my dad used to do was Bible studies with us. 
Oh, yeah, we did Bible studies too. Man, open up that book and talk to us about the word, breaking it down to us in a way that the pastors in the church couldn't have. You know? That's a whole different topic. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, we do we do Bible studies to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we're because we're older and we know how to go into the word and break it down. Now each person, each member of my, of my family has to break down their own verse and give their own uh, now uh, not analogy, but own um, thoughts on their own take, their their own take, their own lesson, and teach it. Yeah, I think um, that's important. That just shows the maturity of your family structure, of how your family has come together. Because I mean, come on, how you get? 25, 26, 28, 30 year olds to sit at the table and read the word with their parents. Even read a book. Come on, somebody. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> we talked about a few things. Uh, we talked about, you know, uh, communication. But then we talk about finances, man. Yeah, finances is something that most people don't want to talk about, especially in their personal life. Yeah, finances will tear a family. Tear a family. It'll also tear an individual down, too. Yeah. Um, so I got to ask you, what what are some financial struggles that you deal with? 